There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Our number two of VSIN's primetime action live from the South Pole. Hotel here on the tip of the strip in Las Vegas. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. If you're new to the show and you're like, what are these guys all about? Uh, we talk sports, but we don't just talk sports. We bet sports, actual bets that we make. Uh, we're betting football. We're betting baseball. In the case of Kelly and Matt, they're betting golf. I'm betting tennis. We let you know everything we bet. We're not just telling you we're betting them. We're actually betting them. And hopefully you find something compelling about our reasons for betting such, and you can choose to follow. If you think we are not compelling whatsoever in our reasoning, you can fade us. You can stay away. But this is really what sports bettors look like, not perhaps what you've been led to believe from central casting over the years. Uh, right now, Tampa Bay 5-2 to two over Boston. Chris Sale pulled out just for ineffectiveness. There was no injury. Yeah. Gave up five earned runs in that first inning, including the grand slam to Luplau, and that's the uh, the big shot of that game. Already winners today on the Astros to take a two to nothing lead in their best of five division series against the White Sox. They are now one game away from advancing, and Milwaukee gets it done. They cling to a two to one victory against the Braves. They draw first blood in their best of five National League division series. Giants and Dodgers. They start tonight. Yes, That's the big one. Y- yet to come. Walker Bueller on the hill for the Dodgers. Logan Webb on the hill for the Giants. And Gil, I am not I am not above admitting when I'm wrong. Mm. Giants taking money. Yes. Minus 115 now on the Dodgers. Minus 105 on the Giants. So we are uh, we are not seeing the Dodger money come in. And instead, the, the Giants are actually taking money here. Kevin Kiermeyer apparently has just made another spectacular play in center field for the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. This is the calling card of his career. It was incredible. He, oh, as far as like on his spectacular rankings, that's, that's like, like a six. That's like not even yeah. close. Yeah. But still, he crashes into the wall and makes a catch. Easy for me to say. Uh, but uh, the Rays just have it on all cylinders. This team and the Giants, again, specifically, they don't have the superstar names. But, man... Do they have a, a greatly formed baseball club in both cases? And just a really good advertisement for apparently America's Best Beaches. Because <laughs> that just, that, that, yeah, he crashed into that sign five times. They got the slow-mo <laughs> of that. I now know. They're like, we'd like the sign St. behind Pete Kiermaier. Clearwater, America's Best Beaches. So if anyone was wondering. Give us the sign behind Kiermaier. <laughs> really? You don't want a better? Nope, that's the one we want. <laughs> and uh, Fox going with the ghoulish font once again tonight for Tampa Bay Boston. I don't know why they go the Halloween font, but that's what they're doing. Looked worse in the Houston game earlier. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. More orange. Yeah. Yeah, this is not the Fox game. This is, But, oh, no, it is Fox still. 
Okay, um, back to the NFL. And the nice thing about doing a show from the South Point, it should be said, uh, it should be stated, is that behind us, the sports book is run by true legends in Las Vegas: uh, Christy Andrews, Vinny Maliulo, and perhaps more famously, American Treasure, the American Treasure that is Jimmy Vaccaro, brother of Sonny Vaccaro, but of course a legend in his own right here in bookmaking. There's a live shot of the. Can we call it Hoppin' South Point Hotel Casino? Is that, the, is that a good word? The, the, ho- the valet line was long. Yes, very long. Yes. Anyway, Jimmy came in here, and he lets us know if there's any huge bets being made while we're on air. And, in fact, there will be one that we will share with you here momentarily because there was one moments ago. First, though, let us continue with the early window of games on Sunday morning. Eagles at Panthers. Everybody wondering, hey, Christian McCaffrey's going to play? Is he? And you say what? That is unfortunately not going to be the case here for this one. Um, Christian McCaffrey listed as doubtful. As we know, doubtful players play about 5% of the time. So it is uh, it is not going to happen for him this week. That being said, does get into practices this week. I imagine that bodes pretty well for him getting back out there next week. Left tackle Cameron Irving is out for the Panthers, as is linebacker Shaq Thompson, who is out for the Panthers on the Eagles side of things, offensive tackle Lane Johnson is out, but they do get back tackle Jordan Mailata. Um, actually, not only did he not play last week, and he's back this week. He didn't get any sort of injury designation this week, so he is uh, was a full go, and uh, you know is going to be out there and really fills a gap with Lane Johnson not being out there. Of course, you know the Panthers. The big news for the Panthers this past week was that they traded for Stephon Gilmore. He's not going to be able to be eligible until week seven. So not really something that we're, we're looking at too deeply here with that one. Guys, the, I think you'd be fairly shocked because I was, whenever you start to look into the advanced metrics and the advanced statistics on this Philadelphia offense, did we just have a dinger? We did home run. Uh, is that Devers or is that Bogarts? I can't I tell. Bogarts. Bogarts. Solo shot, 5-3 to three, Tampa Bay, top of the third. I'm going to guess Baz's day is not going to be too long. Either. No, bad. I think they got Colin McHugh yeah. already ro- warming up. So, yes, that could be the last batter for Baz, as a matter of fact. They're not going to let this no. slip away. 5-3 to three, yeah. Tampa Bay. But you start to look, and, and, and PFF actually has this Philadelphia offense graded 8th overall, has their pass offense 14th. Overall, if you look at DVOA, it's not super eye-popping, but 16th overall offense in the league. And then you start to look at some of these other things, like yard per play. They're fifth in the league right now in yards per play. They are 12th in yards per pass. They are third third in early down success rate and fifth in early down EPA. So kind of sneaky, which I I guess for me, the Eagles offense was a little bit sneaky good that I just, you know, with the stuff with my own eyes and Gil and I talk about this all the time, like, the numbers don't lie. Like the numbers just know what happens on the field. Like we we can look at a game and, and kind of like make a narrative how we, how the game's going, and our brain will just follow that narrative sometimes. And the, the best line is from Dean Oliver, who does some advanced stats for ESPN, where he says, "Human beings see one game better than analytics, but analytics see every game." Yeah, and yeah. that's really what it comes. And, down and I think to. this Eagles team for sure because I because Hertz sometimes makes look a couple. He makes some bad decisions here and there, and I think what happens is is he makes those plays, and I think my brain goes, okay, this guy's still a little bit off, and then I'm skewed watching the game, and like, <laughs> I, I, maybe I'm like not watching the, the really good plays or something, but yes, I mean, you look at these advanced metrics again. Early down success rate, yards per play, and early down EPA are, are, are stats that you should get to know much better from an offensive standpoint if you're doing this seriously, and, and they rank in the top five in all three of those, and so Seagulls so team's a little bit better. Than we thought. Now, this Carolina defense came back down to earth as we expected. They played a very soft schedule to begin with. And then last week, it came back down to earth whenever they played the Cowboys. And we thought that that was going to be the case. And so, instead of being the number one ranked defense, according to Pro Football Focus and the number one, according to DVOA, didn't fall as much with the DVOA, of course, because that's a, a, new, a completely numerical based system. So, they fall to fourth. Uh, overall, but pro football focus, they go from one down to 12, right? Because they got exposed after playing a a much, much better offense. So one of the things I thought was interesting in this one, I think I'm weirdly talking myself into an Eagles. It's not in my account. I'll just go ahead and be, be completely transparent here, but I I think I might be talking myself into an Eagles bet the more that I I dig into this stuff. But um, the one thing that I would say, and the reason this isn't in my account is because it wasn't posted here yet, but it is where you are somewhere. So the Panthers blitz at the second highest rate in the league so far. They blitz 41% of the time. And what that does is, is 
when blitzes don't get home against rushing quarterbacks, it creates a lot of space out on the field. And so a guy like Hertz, who has tucked it and run it more than any quarterback so far in the NFL, is not afraid to take off running. One, they have designed runs for him as it is anyway. But when you're playing a team that blitzes as much as, as the Panthers do, you're going to get open lanes and you're going to get uh, you're going to get places to run because when that blitz doesn't get home, obviously that's an extra defender that's not out there, and then you have ways that you can run. And a lot of these quarterbacks understand to run at that blitz if they, if it doesn't get home because that's where the hole is on the defensive side. And so he doesn't throw all that well against the blitz. He's 27 of 47 so far on the season. That's a 57 percent completion percentage, but it could equal a ton of rushing yards for Jalen Hurts. And so whatever his rushing prop is, unless it's just astronomical wherever you're at, I would be looking to to, to play an over there on him for sure. Okay. And by the way, Jalen Hurts, uh, a fantasy boon, I would imagine, for those playing fantasy oh. football who have him. He must be ridiculous. And, and Sam Darnold. Yes. And Sam Darnold, he's gone three straight games of 300 pass yards. It, it has Sam Darnold. And then he's he's got five rushing touchdowns. It's amazing. Through four games, this is here, here's a stat you didn't you didn't think you'd ever hear about Sam Darnold. His five rushing touchdowns for a quarterback through the first four weeks of the season are the most by a quarterback since 1962. Sam Darnold, there you Sam go. Sam Darnold, there you go, Jets fans. Course, Sam Darnold, yeah. the most rushing touchdowns for a quarterback through four weeks since 1962. If you do want to bet the if you do want to bet the Panther side, like I said, I'm a lean, lean a little bit the Eagles. Um, the Eagles have given up a 72.7% completion percentage so far to quarterbacks, and Sam Darnold li- does not lack weapons at all in this thing. We and have another solo show. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> this, t- oh, this time, though, off Colin McHugh, we were right. Baz was taken out. Colin McHugh, first batter up. Jack, 5-4 to four raised now, top of the third. The, uh, you're holding an under ticket, and, uh, you know, it's always a sweat till the end. You got an over ticket. And it cashes in the top of the third. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's, that's that's just a beautiful. Thing. <laughs> that's a, a beautiful thing. It's a lovely thing. Jalen Hurts, by the way, rushing yards for this game forty four and a half. I would destroy the over on that. Forty four and a half. I would also guess this would be. I would put this up there with Bucks and Dolphins as one of the lowest bet games of the week. But maybe I'm wrong. We'll squeeze one in here. Titans at Jaguars. The Titans wide receiver drama somewhat cleared up, and Jaguars off the field drama not cleared up at all. Yeah, so we are going to we are going to see AJ Brown. We are not going to see Julio Jones in this one. Uh, Danico Autry, defensive end, and then linebacker Bud Dupree are both questionable for the Titans in this one. Look, this is a game. All we said this from the get go. We wanted nothing to do with this. The only thing I did go and do with this game is. And this is not for the, the faint of heart because the risk of re-injury is always there for these wide receivers that we see it time and time again. That being said, they posted extremely low uh, uh, receiving yardage props for A.J. Brown. Hmm. I have him projected somewhere in the 77-yard range. I got it at 62.5. I took the over. Now, again, re-injury is a very real thing. Re-injury could happen. He could be off the field after two routes. But if he's actually healthy and he's actually going to play, that's comically low considering Julio Jones isn't going to be out there either against this Jaguar secondary. So if you if you have the Cajoni skill, yes, it's the, the over is the play there for sure on A.G. All right, Bogarts and Verdugo, back-to-back jacks, different pitchers, Baz, and then McHugh, 5-4, to four, Tampa Bay. We'll keep an eye on that. More football, including the Patriots' injury report disaster next. Visa's Primetime Act. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. on primetime action just like the legend brent musburger said we are honored to have him introing us gil alexander matt brown kelly bidlin we haven't had enough uh, camera time for young kelly today kelly jimmy vaccaro i teased this earlier jimmy vaccaro the legendary bookmaker here in las vegas who has so many stories too many to uh to share on one evening it would take uh days and days but he comes in here while we're on the air sometimes if there's a big bet behind us and yeah. he walked in during the last break and handed something to you yeah he got a we got a twenty two thousand dollar bet to win 20 grand on the texans plus nine coming in here so if you had twenty two thousand lying around is that the one you would make imagine the oh man imagine the just the Horrible sweat. Yeah, the constant panic attacks I would be going through on Sunday for that. You know, we don't make enough of that. The experience. Look, so it's one thing that you made the bet, but to have to live through that wager. Why? Why do that? I'd be yourself? like, Gil, grab a bottle of chloroform and like, you know, wake me up. In a, wake me up in seven hours. <laughs> he's he's putting twenty two G's on Davis Mills. And and that's and, the thing is, well, I mean, maybe some people don't, but obviously, if I have a significant amount of action, yeah, for whatever reason, I am super compelled to watch the game. I'm wired like you. I, I know some yeah. people, especially some analytics people, yeah. who wear it as almost a badge of honor not to say, hey, Gil, I don't even yeah. watch the games. Well, good for you. I'm not wired yeah, that uh, way. Yeah, and, and so I'm invested. And a lot, of, a lot of times that's too because if I need to buy off a position, right? Like, I mean, like if I know right off the bat that I have made a horrible mistake. <laughs> you mean like in a situation where Russell Wilson, uh, you know, rips a tendon in his middle finger well, yeah. and can't come back in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like if I've made a horrible mistake, I'm like, oh boy, okay, I need to get off. But yeah, I mean, like, so now you have to watch that game. Now you have to watch that game. You, I mean. Yeah, Jimmy had to be that ticket. I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> have fun with this guy. Do you, how do you think that, do you think the conversation happened? Like, how much will you guys take on the Texans? Do you think that was stated? <laughs> we'll take as much as you need, sir. I, I got to be honest. I have a feeling this is the same guy that I basically get a hand-delivered ticket because Jimmy comes in here almost every Friday, and the number just happens to be twenty-two grand almost every time. So, Oh, does it? Yeah, I'm going to guess it's the same guy every mm. Friday afternoon. Yeah, well. We wish him luck. We wish him luck. We do. Um, okay, speaking of that game, Patriots at Texans. The Patriots, certainly I think I speak on behalf of a lot of people. who Yeah, just don't win outright, buddy, because we got teasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, <laughs> let's not get too crazy. Yeah. I hope he wins, but not, a, you know, not against our bets. Patriots at Texans. The Patriots are also, and I speak for many when I say uh, our instinct, many people's instinct in survivor pools, take the Patriots here. Uh, Bill Belichick against David Culley. What could go wrong? But you have much to say about the Patriots' injury report, and, injury report and beyond. Actually, yeah. So Trent Brown, Shaq Mason, both out. Starting offensive linemen, Sean Wade, corner out. Questionable. They've got uh, safety Kyle Duggar is questionable. Their kicker Nick Folk is questionable. Oh my! He has a knee injury, which, by the way, sounds like if you're a kicker and your knee is not working, that, that would be a bad thing. Um, well, remember, this is what Chris Collinsworth yeah. was talking about all on Sunday. Yeah. He was like, oh, his plant foot's got a, got trouble. Plant foot. And then Belichick went ahead and rolled him out for a 56-yarder, <laughs> yeah. which he almost made. Yeah. I'm uh, sure that won't come back to bite us. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Corner Jalen Mills is questionable. Linebacker Kyle Van Noy is questionable for them. And then it's still unclear what is going to go on with Isaiah Wynn 
and Mike Onwanu, who, by the way, both of those guys starting offensive linemen. So two are already ruled out. Two are still on the COVID list. And unless they clear the COVID list tomorrow, which, again, nobody knows what's going on. This is one of the few that we didn't get cleared like verification whether they were or were not vaccinated, yes. what the status of of any of the tests they've taken or anything. Like this seems super classic Belichick. Are they like, aware? Is he not, aware that we're betting on this stuff? Yeah, like just not giving any information a, at all or whatever. But so at best they're going to be without two starting offensive linemen. At worst they are going to be without eighty percent of their starting offensive so line. You can't. The thing is, you can't with that unknown, maybe it'll be known yeah. by tomorrow morning, deadlines for these kinds of contests are 3 p.m. here yeah. Pacific. If we don't know by 3 p.m. Pacific, you can't play the Patriots you, and Survivor. You just can't. You can't. And honestly, I start to become fairly scared, even of my teaser leg at that point, because, you know, look, as bad as the Texans are, and trust me, they are bad and have been terribly, terribly bad, you start, you you have to replace four starting offensive linemen on, on in, in Three days notice, like on three days notice, and try to figure out how you're going to be able to successfully do pass protection, do any sort of run block, like fancy run blocking schemes. With a rookie quarterback back there. What's that? With a rookie quarterback back with there. With a rookie, yeah. yes. With a rookie quarterback. And oh, by the way, they're they're also down some defensive players as well. Now that's a little less important against against Davis Mills. That being said, I yeah, I get pretty nervous here. I'm going to be paying a, a, a decent bit of of attention to kind of how this all plays out. And I'm not, I'm not saying for sure I'm going to buy off these teaser legs that I have, but it is at least in the back of my mind that I might buy off of these teaser legs if it goes that way. Because again, we, you know, not enough credit is given to what these offensive lines mean to these teams and what these specific players mean to these teams. But when you have a cluster, this isn't even, this isn't even a cluster injury. It's not a cluster. This is an entire line. You're replacing an entire offensive line and they're just, you know, that's, that is might be too much for, for Mac Jones, even against a talent devoid Texans team here. So, I'm going to be paying real, real, real close attention to this one. But outside of that, I mean, there's no, there's no way for us to handicap this because you don't know. It's, we have no idea. You, you, we were sharing a brain on that. I was saying that's not a cluster. That's a, that's a complete, absolute yeah. destruction of a uh, offensive line. If that's the case, the last of the morning games, the Bears at the Raiders. The Bears at the Raiders. We do know that uh, Matt Nagy did the about face this week. He told us. Hundreds of times it seemed like that, hey, look, if Matt Nagy's, uh, excuse me, pardon me, if Andy Dalton is available, if he's healthy, he's our number one. And then mysteriously this week, that sort of changed overnight. It was like, nope, Justin Fields, quarterback from here on out. He's our guy at the Raiders. Raiders five and a half point favorites, which is the bookmaker's sort of number for saying, eh, we don't really know. No yeah. man's land. Yep. Five and a half across the board. The only thing that's really differing here is the total. So you can find everything from a 43 and a half all the way up to a 45 and Really, the reason that's significant is because very few totals are, you know, we consider to be quote-unquote key, but 44 is definitely one of those numbers that we kind of keep an eye on when it comes to totals. So the fact that you can find an under under 44 and then all the way up to 45 is at least mildly significant there from a total standpoint. Uh, the big, big news here, of course, outside of Justin Fields being the starter for the Bears, is the fact that Akeem Hicks is doubtful, and as we said, doubtful means out. So Akeem Hicks is doubtful, and then Khalil Mack is questionable, and he's dealing with two different injuries. He's got a rib injury to go along with a foot injury. Darnell Mooney, who at least, uh, if you're looking for good news for the Bears, who was questionable, uh, who was limited practice all week, he did go full today and is going to play for the Bears team. So, you know, this was this was enough to trigger a bet for me on – the Raiders, because I was leaning towards the Raiders anyway. The, the thing is about this is Derek Carr has actually been really good when he's not pressured. He's another kind of Kirk Cousins in the mold of that. Um, and you're, everyone's going to say, what do you mean? Like, of course, if you're not pressured, you're, you're, you're great. And if you're pressured, you're bad. That's not true. Patrick Mahomes, when, when pressured, his QBR actually goes up. He like he mm-hmm. knows exactly where these where these are coming from. And then that leaves guys like Tyreek Hill wide, you know, one, in one-on-ones or Travis Kelsey one-on-ones. And, and he's he thrives under under blitzes and pressure. But that's just not the case with a lot of these guys. And, and Derek Carr kind of falls into that category here. Well, Akeem Hicks is that guy. 
that up the middle draws so much attention that he opens up spaces for guys like Khalil Mack and all these other guys to get pressure. With him definitely being out and the Khalil Mack being at best playing with a couple of different injuries, this Raiders offense is good enough to torch this secondary. One of the things about the Bears is just this secondary is is completely, completely, I mean, like right now, we entering the season, we thought that they were going to be one of the worst. And then whenever you look at kind of how the numbers bear out, it comes to, to to that as well. I mean, you know, you look at this defensive, you look at this defense secondary, and it's been really, 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 really porous. And so for me, uh, I took the five and a half. Is it really five at DraftKings? So uh, even five better number, yeah, even, even better at DraftKings. Um, but I, I took the five and a half here. Yes. Yes. The Raiders looked like garbage last week. I'm going to I'm because listen, one of the thing about John Gruden, love or hate him, he's actually been a pretty good play caller. He actually has been pretty good. You know, even even last year, you know, I mean, they win a ton of games, but he was at least a pretty good play caller. They just had nobody on defense last year. Well, his defense is playing at least a little bit better. They're certainly getting pressure on the quarterback a whole lot better. And so that's one of the things I think with with Justin Fields that, you know, at the end of the day, getting all that pressure on him, force a couple of of mistakes here and then really take advantage of the secondary with with uh, Derek Carr and the Raiders here. So I took the five and a half. I'm not in love with it as much, and it's certainly not on this scale of outlay of money for the week. It is on the lower end compared to some of the other ones that we'll, we'll talk about a little bit later, but I uh, did go ahead and take a piece of the Raiders at five and a half. All right, one correction to correct myself. This is the first of the afternoon game, so we have a London game first thing in the morning, then eight in the traditional early block of 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, and then four ball games. That's the first of the four in the afternoon slot. That's the earlier of the afternoon games, the 4.05 Eastern start, if you will. We have one more of those to get to, maybe the second best game on paper, uh, this week in the National Football League, Browns and Chargers to get to next. Then we'll talk Giants-Cowboys. The Giants trying to make it two in a row. We'll come back. Beeson's primetime action and Chris Malika on college football as well. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on Beeson, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Gil, Matt, and Kelly, uh, 60, what are we talking about, 69 degrees right now in Vegas? What is it, 70 degrees, something like that? going to be down to 65 tonight. Oh, Matt, what are you going to do? Bundle up. These poor golfers tomorrow. These poor golfers. In Summerlin. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they're in the shade. Oh, oh that's going to get a little tree. bit of a breeze. And then it, it's like feels, it, it basically feels like you're in Antarctica. That's going to get done with this show, Gil. Go home. Get the fire going. Get a nice hot pot of hot cocoa on Put the on stove. Put on his mittens. Yeah. <laughs> Throw on some mittens. It's going to be great over there. The brown house. Mm. All right. Browns at Chargers. Not the best game on paper this week. We're yet to get to that. But this one's pretty darn good. Yes. Yeah, so this one interesting because I, you know, I took a position on on the Browns here, and injury report probably didn't go in my favor here, and I'm a little less excited about it than I was. If you uh, take a look on the on the Charger side of things, Chris Harris is questionable, which is better than he's been the last couple of weeks. Justin Jackson is doubtful, a uh, guy that just kind of spells. Uh, Austin Echo at the running back position. On the Brown side of things, Miles Garrett, Jedrick Wills, he's an off- he's the offensive tackle for them. Uh, Denzel Ward is corner. Jadavian Clowney, defensive end. J.C. Treader, who's the center. Troy Hill, corner. Jeez. And Tack McKinley, defensive end, are all questionable for the game. Now, Jadavian Clowney did get back out there. Denzel Ward did get back out there. At practice today, even albeit in a limited fashion, Miles Garrett didn't practice today. Yet they they interviewed him after practice and said he took today off because he fully expects to play on Sunday. He just didn't want to take any chances whatsoever, so he took today off because he fully plans on playing. So, you know, varying levels of of confidence as to how many of these guys are going to go or are not going to go. Regardless, having this many guys on the injury report doesn't bode well for for my bet 
here. They're actually thinking Jedrick Wills, who's a starting offensive tackle for them, is probably going to sit. Um, they're th- he's he's played through this injury that's been bothering him the last couple of weeks, and and they think that he might need to take a, take a week off. And if that's the case, then yeah, pretty big blow there as well. So, look, this Chargers team has been has been good. I think if we kind of really dig in, it hasn't been as like quite as good on the offensive side as we've seen, but the defensive side has really stepped up. I mean, it's been one of the better defenses in the league, which is pretty shocking to me. I, I thought that this would be just kind of a league average defense, but that, that has not been the case so far. And a lot of that has been on the pressure that they've been able to get on the quarterback. They are in the top five, uh, actually six. So they're sixth overall in pressure rate and they're doing it without blitzing. And that's one of the really keys here. They, they 26th in blitz rate, in the league, and and that is such a huge, massive advantage. If you can get that type of pressure and you don't have to bring an extra guy so that you can leave all the guys in coverage and you're still making the quarterback have to act faster than he wants to and and getting him out of the his his reads and things, that's just such an incredible advantage, and that's why this Chargers defense has been so good so far, you know, and their pass rush, pass rush win rate is up in the top ten in the league as well, and they've been really good against uh, and not giving up the big plays either. And so, that being said, on the other side, if it wasn't for all these injuries, I would say definitely Cleveland matches them blow for blow here when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. I mean, what we saw last week out of this Cleveland defense was nothing short of spectacular. You got really average to bad quarterback play out of Baker Mayfield last week, and we're still able to win that game against the Vikings, holding them to seven points because this defense is just elite pretty much everywhere. Third overall DVOA, second overall uh, pro football focus, their fourth overall in pressure rate, which they're getting without having to blitz a ton either because, again, you've got really talented guys up front, Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, Tack McKinley, all the different guys like that. They're first overall in the league in pass rush win rate. They are third overall in run stop win rate. They're also second in yards per play given up on the defensive side of the ball. They're second in early down success rate against, and then they're third in early down EPA against. So, again, teams are just not doing anything at all against this defense. So it did lead me to an underplay in this game as well, right? <laughs> I was waiting to see yeah. where you're going. So it did lead me to an underplay in this game as well, which I still, at least at that point, do feel fairly confident in. I got the under 47 in this one, which I do like a, a pretty decent bit, given one, given the injury situation, and then also given the uh, – Given what we've get, given what we've gotten out of these two defenses, which I think are you know two of probably the top five six defenses in all the league, and so uh, I'm playing an under in this one. The other thing you're also getting here is a Browns team that is going to slow down this Chargers team as well. So the Chargers typically play at a fairly rapid neutral rate, and what you're going to get is is the Browns play so incredibly slow, there's going to be fewer plays run by this Chargers offense as well, which then gives us a better chance at our under two. 26th in situation neutral pace for the Browns, where they're fifth for the Chargers. So the Chargers are just going to be naturally running fewer plays in this game because the the, the Browns play so incredibly slow. Look, a, a, a good game out of Baker here, and I don't feel as bad about the plus two here, but if we're talking about, you know, power ranking my bets that I put in the account, you know, and I put this one in a little bit earlier in the week and maybe that was a, a mistake as well. I thought maybe this thing would move and I wasn't going to get, you know, the, the, the plus two here, but uh, you know, I, I'm, I don't, I don't hate it, Gil, mm-hmm. but I'm certainly not in love with it. You have, you have made the case. Well, yeah, this is, this is one of those teams though, Matt, like, but you know, the pace, the defense that they have Baker struggling. It's like, Almost an auto underplay, like every week, like it, se- it seems like right now. Well, at forty-seven in this one, again, again, I mean, I think people are underrating this chart. Like, I think people, the reason this number hasn't moved a ton, I think people look and go like, "Oh, this Chargers, oh man, this Chargers offense." When I was like, "Yeah, I mean, it, it has been good, and, and there's certainly and Herbert's been great, and he's got a ton of weapons, but this is an elite defense, and then their defense is is playing currently. Great. I mean, whether they are." At the end of the season, we shall see. But, I mean, they're playing elite right now, too. And so, I think people are kind of, like, underestimating the, the defensive side of the ball for both of these teams. And so, yeah, I, I feel really comfortable in the in the under. Yeah, number one. three and nine in defensive DVOA for this. Yeah, man. Last week, Giants got off the schneid, as did the Jets, both in overtime. Giants did it against the Saints. Daniel Jones, without Darius Slayton, without Sterling Shepard. 
28 of 40 for 402 yards, passing two touchdowns a pick, four for 27 on the ground. Jones in the fourth quarter alone, 14 of 19 for 203 and a touchdown. Saquon got involved. Uh, Kenny Galladay, six catches for 116. Kadarius Tony six for 78. John Ross, the speedster, three for 77 and a touchdown. 485 total yards of offense for the Giants in that game. Yes, it did include overtime. What a performance from Daniel Jones, all without Shepard and Slayton. What about this week with Shepard and Slayton? Yeah, interesting. I mean, this is this is seven and has been stuck at seven from, from the get-go. From the get-go. This it, thing didn't move at all. And so this thing did not come off the seven, stayed very, very sticky. If you're looking at the totals out there, anything from 52 to 53. There's a 52, there's 52 and a half, and a 53 out there as far as the total goes. Now, on the injury side of things, Cowboys, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, and Randy Gregory are all uh, are all listed as questionable. That said, they did get in practices on Friday, so likely to go for all of those guys on the giant side of things, not so good on the wide receiver front, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, both of those guys are ruled out as is safety. Jabril peppers, who is out as well for the Cowboys and offensive tackle. Andrew Thomas listed as questionable for the giants as well. The Cowboys team is definitely far superior to this giants team in every facet. I just didn't want to lay the seven. If you look at the here, if you look here, I got the Cowboys involved in every which way, but loose when it came to all the teasers that I played this week. So, uh, you know, I typically key on one of the games and this is the game that I keyed on getting this thing down to where they basically only have to win this offense. We knew was going to be elite. They have been elite so far. They might be when it's all said and done, the number one offense in the league, by the time we get to the end of the year, even over the chiefs, um, they're, you know, they're, they're third right now, uh, according to DVOA, but they're first overall, according to pro football focus. Like they actually have them ahead of the chiefs as far as overall offense here. The real, the real surprise has been on the defensive side of the ball. And listen, Dan Quinn, if we go back and look in, in his career, he was, bad, he was a bad head coach, but like he was a good defensive coordinator. A lot of his stops along the way, these defenses had a lot of success. Yeah. And so, you know, I think maybe we just, me, me included, you get your brain also gets clouded. You're like, oh, this guy stinks. Well, no, he stinks as a head coach. That doesn't mean he stinks as a defensive coordinator. It's, it's the Norv Turner thing. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so <laughs> he comes in and he's done very well with this Dallas defense. And they're going to get a little bit healthier and are getting a little bit healthier as well. And they're going to improve on what they've been so far, which so far has been a top 10 defense. Are they truly a top 10 defense? Maybe not, but they don't really need to be with this offense. If they can be a top 12, 14, 16, even just an upper half defense, then you're going to get a, a really, really, really tough team here. Getting this tease down from the seven to the one, I think was a gift. Yeah, I love it. Love it. I love it a ton. We all have the Cowboys in some form in teasers. That's for sure. Two more games to get to. Uh, on Sunday, anyway, Niners, Cardinals, and then the best on paper, Bills at Chiefs. We'll do that next. Visa's prime time action. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought 
in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, Gil, Matt, and Kelly still five to four in Tampa Bay after a uh, an onslaught of runs in the first inning, seven of them, and then a couple solo jacks by the Red Sox, a couple innings back. No scoring since then. Five to four, Tampa Bay now top of the fifth. Colin McHugh still working for the Tampa Bay Rays. Kike Hernandez up at the plate to lead off the top of the fifth. Uh, do we have a live line on that, by the way, gentlemen? Tampa Bay right now? I wonder what the uh, Red Sox number is. Uh, plus 225. That just went off the board. Plus 225 on the Sox. So Kike must do something here if that just went off the board. So we'll keep an eye on that. Still, though, a couple more NFL games to get to on Sunday. The last of the afternoon games. This is another 425 Eastern, 125 <laughs> Pacific start. Kike does do something here. <laughs> He do- oh, does I he? see the future. Oh, boy. He sure does. Gone. A solo jack into the left field seats about five rows up, and we have a tie game five to five. Yes, plus 115 now, Gil. There you go. We are back to where we started here. Nobody out in the fifth. Kike with a 393-foot home run, exit velocity 105, five to five. So, Boston went up two to nothing in the first. Up two, down five to two. Down five to two, and now three solo home runs, specifically uh, in this one for the Red Sox from Bogarts, Verdugo, and now Hernandez, five to five, top of the fifth in Tampa. Tampa Bay again with a one to nothing lead in this best of five division series. Uh, NFC West, 49ers at Cardinals on Sunday afternoon. So right now we are sitting, this was an interesting little. Interesting little move today. So we are now sitting five and a half hmm. at DraftKings. This was down at four and a half and now back up to five and a half in favor of the Cardinals. Again, I was I wondered if maybe there was someone out there trying to make a move to see if they could get the market to move it down to four or something, and then it didn't happen, and, and then they came back the other way. Because the news came out that Trey Lance was going to start yes. for the 49ers. And like, you know, whether no matter what you think about Jimmy Garoppolo or not, never the greatest thing rookie quarterback making his first career start on the road. So you wouldn't think. And then along with that news came that George Kittle's not going to play in this game, right? Well, it's doubtful again. So doubtful pretty much means that he's not going to play. And yet the line started moving in the favor or favor of the 49ers. And I was like, what am I, what am I missing here? So you're, and, you're convinced it was a group trying to manipulate it. I, I, because now we're right back. Now we're back up to five and a half, right? Where we started when all this news came out in the first place. And so I, I don't know. It, it seems like maybe someone was trying to do something. I, I don't know. But uh, on the Cardinals side, I mean, listen, it's not the greatest of news, specifically for me, who is a Cardinals backer here. So Chase Edmonds is going to be a game time decision for the Cardinals. Uh, Kelvin Beecham is an offensive lineman for them. He's also going to be. Uh, well, he's listed as questionable. They'll figure out on game day whether he's going to go or not. And then Byron Murphy, corner for them, has already been ruled out for the Cardinals in this thing. So, again, not the greatest injury report coming through for me on the uh, on the Cardinals side of things. But George Kittle being doubtful certainly is uh, is good for for my bet right there. This Cardinals team has posted over 400 yards from scrimmage in every game so far that they have played. They're averaging 2.7 more yards per pass than their opponents are on the season. Kyler Murray leads the league. He's been, he's been really, really good so far. He's dynamic. I think a healthy Kyler Murray is, is you know, one of your top five, six quarterbacks in the league. I think we saw that even last year. And then until he, you know, got hurt when, when everything really fell off a cliff there for this team. But he leads the league in completions of 20-plus yards down the field, and you start to look at all the weapons, and you go, okay, well, I you know, I kind of get it, right? You've got a DeAndre Hopkins. You've got a Chris Kirk. You've got 
Listen, old man A.J. Green's making catches. He's making plays, like, down down the field. I mean, maybe the, all this whole thing about him looking like the A.J. Green of old wasn't completely just smoke and mirrors. I mean, uh, he's looked fairly good as well. And then, of course, Rondell Moore, their, their rookie, has, has played a decent little role whenever they've needed him to as well. Of course, Max Williams, their, their tight end, has been pretty good. Gil, I'm wondering, and this is just, you know, it's just really weird to me, the, the all the love for the 49ers this week. I've heard a ton of people come out and just and, and love the 49ers. Now, this line had gotten as high as six. It's all the way back down to five. It was four and a half at a lot of places, like I said today. I just think people, and, and maybe I'm just wrong here. This is, you know, these Matt versus the world games have worked out well so far for me, but I, I'm due for a loss here. But I just, I think people, we look at, we look at Burrow and we look at Herbert and people just, I, maybe it's recency bias or maybe it's one of these things where we just are, are, are refusing to remember what's happened over the course of history here. But typically rookie quarterbacks struggle early on in their career. Typically rookie quarterbacks certainly don't look good in their first start of their entire career. And this being on the road also, not only on the road, against a team that is the number three graded pass rush in the entire NFL, according to Pro Football Focus, whenever you look at J.J. Watt and then you look at, at Chandler Jones, who's going to be coming at him as well. Now, they they probably knew all week long that he was going to start, right? I mean, this, this whole thing about Jimmy Garoppolo right. actually having a chance to start was probably all just to kind of throw off the Cardinals. So maybe they've just put in a, a, a really robust game plan to match Trey Lance's skill set. Maybe they aren't going to ask too much of him in this game. Maybe it's just a ton of RPOs and he's going to just, you know, basically look like a an option quarterback almost. Well, listen, you, there's that's a good point. Listen, Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan, whether it was whether it's in San Francisco, whether it's Matt Ryan in Atlanta, mm-hmm. whether it was RG three before that, let's not forget in Washington. RG3 was never better than when Kyle Shanahan was his offensive yeah. coordinator. Kyle Shanahan's calling card is to be able to tailor X, you know, his game plan to to the personnel. That's the mark of a good coach. So you might be right about yeah. that. So it, you know, it might be one of these things where he doesn't ask too much of the guy, right? He just he just plays to his skill set, which we know is him being a mobile, athletic quarterback. Don't have him sit in the pocket. Don't let him don't allow Chandler Jones and JJ Watt to dictate, you know, what's going on. Roll him out, get him going, like do a bunch of RPOs, all the things like that. So that's very much in play here. That being said, this card this this 49ers defense still has to stop this Cardinals offense, which nobody has been able to do so far. So whether you believe in this Cardinals defense or not, and I, that was kind of the big argument that I heard all week long was that they that people don't truly believe that this Cardinals defense is as good as they've shown so far, which, by the way, is the sixth overall defense DVOA, ninth overall according to Pro Football Focus. They're sixth in, in – I mean, they're, they're uh, in the top ten in yards per pass defense as well. They're in the top – upper half of the league in pass rush win rate. You know, there's things like that. They're, they've been playing well, but – if you don't believe in the defense, that's fine. I can at least buy into you don't believe in the defense. But can you really say you don't believe in this offense and you don't buy in to this offense? I mean, we saw how good they could be last year. Again, I mean, this isn't a small sample size here. That We saw how good they could be last year when Kyler Murray was was, was healthy. And, yes, when he got hurt, they looked bad. But he hurt, he hurt his throwing shoulder. I mean, like, it's, it's what happens, you know. <laughs> the quarterback, they hurt his shoulder. I mean. So, uh, you know, him being healthy, from what we saw right here, I just I don't understand why the thought is that, oh, it's it's not as good as what we've seen. I mean, they've played some good teams so far. They've beaten some good teams so far. And not only have they gone out and, we, you know, this this Rams defense, which we said is more middle of the pack than up than elite, but not a bad Rams defense by any stretch of the imagination, they drummed them last week, you know, and, and did whatever they wanted to here. And so, I don't know, this – you are going to have to explain to me how this 49ers secondary that has nobody, no no playmakers whatsoever in the secondary is going to be able to stop this Cardinals team from scoring. And, and, and Trey Lance, I think the range of outcomes for Trey Lance is as wide as anything we're going to see maybe ever. Like, yeah. He might come out and look like as polished a quarterback as we've ever seen, and maybe he's the dude for years and years and years to come. Jimmy Garoppolo never steps foot back on the field. Also... There is, at least in the back of our minds here, and we've talked about this on the show, that he's only playing because he was forced to have to play here. Like It wasn't like Jimmy Garoppolo was lighting the world on fire, but there was never a never a chance that he was going to start 
if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy. So it does lead me to believe that there's something going on in practice. There's something that Kyle Shanahan's seen. There's something that they didn't want to get him in there because, again, this team, we thought going into the season, had certainly had aspirations of, of being a Super Bowl caliber team, at the very least, certainly being a playoff team. Jimmy Garoppolo did nothing to make you think that he's the guy for this team at all. And so, for me... I could be wrong. I, everyone, the whole world could be right here. And I, I could be just, you know, maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment for everything that I've seen with Kyler Murray and that I've seen from this offense. But stop this. Show me how you stop this offense who's third in yards per play, who's second in yards per pass, who's fifth in early down success rate, who's, fifth, who's seventh in early down EPA, second in points per play, third in explosive passes. They're, they're fifth overall. This offensive line has been keeping him clean as well. They're, they're fifth in pressure rate allowed. As well, so I mean, like that's the other thing. He's he's been very very good at, at keeping defenses off him as well. So I, I don't know. I'm I, I'm heavily heavily invested in this one. I know a lot of people are heavily invested on the other side here. Somebody's gonna be right. Somebody's gonna be wrong. That may be your single most passionate game capsule of the season. Yep. I think it was. We'll find out a little later on when we do our circa million entries, our primetime action exercise. If we happen to agree with Matt, if he includes them, by the way, the Cardinals. That is. In his five favorite picks. We shall see that in a little while. Let's take a college football break. Chris Felica joins us next. The Bear from ESPN's College Game Day will do that and still to come. Chiefs and Bills will do that too. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.